Hello everybody and welcome back to Stripes, the Bianconeri podcast, the podcast for Juventus fans all over the world, by Juventus fans all over the world. I'm so excited today because today is a new beginning for this podcast that is so young because we have started this podcast, this project only a couple of months ago and for this time today we are joining Radio Bianconera and all their, their listeners uh, all over the world. So I'm so excited and, and uh, let me introduce uh, myself, Matteo Benato, and uh, my great friends, uh, Tiago Bonapace from Brazil. Hi, Tiago, how are you? Hi, man. I'm so happy because of this, of this reunion. So excited to be part of this family and thanks Radio Bianconero for the call. We are, we are so proud of us and so proud of your guys, of what you have your content, your fan base, it's so awesome. Yes, definitely I cannot be happier than I am right now because I, uh, I have so many expectations for this project uh, and I can't wait to talk with uh, a lot of you listeners because this podcast is on for you, but it will be made even by you because uh, so reach out to us if you have anything interesting to say or we want to just uh, let your voice be heard here. And uh, we, at the end of the day, we are just one family. You are the Juventus family. And so that's it. So let's start. So <clears throat> officially, market window is closed. Okay. Juventus uh, completed the, the market window with the signing of Chiesa. So Chiesa is joining on loan for two years. And then there is like the right to buy him. Uh, on the third year, the right can be they become a, a, an obligation if certain condition will be realized. Okay, we know the, um, we to get the sign of Chiesa, we will able to, we were able to offload the Ciglio that is going on loan to Lyon, Rugani is going on loan to Rennes for a, an amount of money around 1.5 million. Okay, and Douglas Costa joining still on loan by Munich. Okay. So basically, we didn't get uh, a lot of money from uh, this this uh, operation, but uh, we are saving a lot of money because we don't have to pay their <laughs> their, their salary. Okay, so at the end of the day, we the player that got out was Matuidi, Higuain, Pjanic, De Ciglio, Rugani, Douglas Costa. The player that come in is Artur, McKinney, Chiesa, and Morata. Okay. <laughs> so what do you think about that? What do you think about our transfer window? Are you happy or not? Yeah, that's uh, that's a, a weird sensation of facts because we saw like so much money on the beginning when we sold Pjanic for 60 million euros and then Arthur came for 72 million euros. But uh, we already had Kulusevski on our pocket. And and honestly, we saw like players like De Shido, Douglas Costa, Iguain and Matuidi, especially those those two older guys that aren't on, on their prime. And we saw other players leaving the club. It's curious because we saw we there was that expectation of who Juventus would would like to or would like or would be able to release. I mean Rugani or Romero. And then both Pellegrini or on the Shido, and then suddenly both went out, and uh, we saw like that thing happening. And it was, it was honestly, I wasn't expecting that quantity of players leaving the club. 
but it was so good for especially not by not for for my own taste but the, the club situation financial situation it's so important that those those players left the club you know it's it's such a a compensation of what happened but even if Kedira is still there and his contract can be terminated um, anytime if the deal is agreed but I think we did great honestly I didn't expect that of course I have my own my own taste for players but I think that considering every single possibility money COVID situation I think it was a nice market What do you think yes. about it? Yeah, honestly, yes. I was impressed. Because I, honestly, everybody knew that something was going to happen in the last minute. Okay? And, uh, but we were able actually to get rid, if it, get rid is just kind of like a negative word, of uh, uh, the player that he wanted, we wanted to get rid. Yeah, we got stuck with Kedira. But Kedira, honestly, at this time, we have fourth midfielder. Okay? Because we even loan out... Uh, Nicolus Caviglia, that could have been like the fifth or sixth midfielder in this team, okay? And uh, we, Kedira could be, since he stayed, he can be the fifth midfielder in this team. And uh, maybe he can have some contribution on the team. Who knows? Who knows what was going to happen? You know, and... I'm, I'm kind of sad because Kedira's situation, because some fans are criticizing him personally, and that must not happen. And he always a guy that gives everything for the club. But it is right to to demand uh, his wages and thing. And he, come on, it's not fair. It's not fair. I agree. At the end, at the end of the day, <laughs> it was you and offering me the contract that he signed. And so, if anybody has to be blamed, maybe Marotta has some fault over there. But you know, I I, I personally disagree with this. Uh, added to lately the people and the fan uh, insulting their own player or we've seen today with a lot of video from Firenze insulting Chiesa I don't know I, I honestly dislike this uh, this attitude lately happening and actually it happened with Juventus because uh, <laughs> uh, the fans was insulting Matuidi was insulting Higuain is uh, insulting De Ciglio was insulting Rugani was insulting so I, I, I personally don't like it and I don't understand okay Wow. Okay. As we can say, fans slammed the door from from Andrea Agnelli's car when when he signed Allegri. So everything can happen between between Juventus fans' mind. You know, it's kind of weird sensation. But going back to what I think about the transfer market, honestly, personally happy. Are we better team than last year on the paper? Maybe, maybe we are for sure. We are less expensive. And for sure, we are way younger than we were last year. And there was two two things that we need to achieve in this transfer market session, and we were actually able to do it. Okay, and uh, we are definitely cheaper because we offloaded some big salary. And the player that we get, like is Kiesa is 23, McKinney is Arthur is 24, Miski is 20, 21. So they're a young player. Okay, so that, yeah, fan base maybe was was expecting another left back. Hey, we're gonna have like Alexander is coming back in a couple of weeks. Okay, so we know they're gonna be the starter over there. And uh, 
Frabotta can can uh, can be can be his backup. I don't I don't see why not. Honestly, why we can we can promote some player for the under 23 team. That is the reason why we're the under 23 team. Okay, so no, who knows? Who knows? So. And don't forget that Juventus has a plan B. It's almost like a, a new no, a no like deal we. We signed back Mandragora, which we remain at Udinese for Luan yes. season. But it was such a, a nice deal. I mean, of course, we will pay 10.7 million euros. But plus, there was like uh, six dollars, I guess. But the player came, became cheaper than what they paid for us uh, years ago. So, and I like this guy. I like the guy. He, he's a... Uh, club trained player as well so I think it will be a, a, a nice return next year yeah well look people is it was complaining because we have, have only five center back how many center back do you need in a season why we, uh, there, there is just um, I don't know you want to have like a 42 player like Inter as right now Conte was still crying because he didn't get Moses at the last second and he got Darmiana. I don't know. What, I don't know what the Inter is going to do with Darmiana, honestly. So I think, look, if we are in need of a player for a couple of games, give a give a young player a chance to start. Maybe maybe we will be impressed. For example, why remain with Rugani with the player with the fans uh, criticizing him every single moment that he steps on the pitch? Yeah. That, look, I, I have my personal opinion on Rugani. I think he was a a player with a. a a really great potential. He was unlucky. He was unlucky. Of course, he could have done better. But I think he's a player that he should have. He should have benefited so much more if he could have started a lot of game with Kellin. Instead, most of his game were starting with Bonucci. And yes, kind of the same. <laughs> the same Bonucci style of play. So I think if we are see Gurugani for one whole season with Kellini beside him, I think we uh, all of you can have like a, a different opinion. But, and uh, at the end of the day, look, if I ask you, do you remember any huge mistake by Rugani or any or uh, really a bad game by Rugani? Do you, you can you name one? I can. I can. For, for example, that match against Milan, he was criticized. But for, in my personal opinion, I think Bonucci did that those mistakes, honestly. But uh, we wish him luck. That's the yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, exactly. But for example, a lot of fans keep talking about Cancelo, and I can tell you right now, three or four bad, really bad mistakes by Cancelo that cost us a lot of. A lot in time, you know, because uh, the mistake he made in Amsterdam, the one making Bergamo in the Coppa Italia, the one he could have cost like the the super Italian Super Cup against Milan in Doha. So I don't know. Sometimes I don't know. I think fans uh, just being a, just should be a fans and not be like uh, the uh, <laughs> commercialist uh, or like the president. Uh, there is other people that do that, and uh, like me, I like Juventus. Okay? I my my. my my work is just be a fan. Okay, and uh, a... and uh, a word about this. Uh, this is a question that I might ask you. Do you think that Benedeschi-Schiesa friendship maybe can unleash the left-footed player? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 love, I, I, never, I never was a Benedeschi fan. Okay. I think he was given many, many, many chances. Okay, yes, he didn't have. A, he was, he was, 
he had to play in different role in different position that's true okay but he, he has been given a lot of chances by Allegri and by Sarri okay so and still we haven't seen like a like a, a consistent good performance by him because everybody keeps talking about the one game he had like against Atletico Madrid okay and that's it okay well but then you're gonna talk about Spinazzola you look like Spinazzola with with Spinazzola we lost the second Camino Cabrini when I the only game that we can talk about is the game against Atletico and even with Roma I don't think he's a decent player no more than that no more than that he has just one move he only do just one move so and he's at 27 years old because I think already 26, 27. So I, I don't think there is a lot of room to improve. So, but let's see what Pilo can do with this yeah. guy. Yeah, look, and uh, I don't know if you want to talk about uh, what happened uh, more uh, in this transfer window for the other team. I don't know because Inter, Inter had mm-hmm. like a, a decent, a decent transfer window because they had definitely some player ready to play Serie A, and I think Inter is definitely all in right now okay because for the kind of player the and the age of the player they got is now or now they are in win mode okay Milan didn't do that much uh, at the end of the transfer market I liked what Napoli did because they added Bakayoko and he's a player that got to know because he had he had him at Milan and uh, uh, he, he had the kind of physicality that they, they were missing Okay, yeah. at, at, I think Atalanta has a couple of interesting moves. They are the Miranchuk, the Lammers, the Romero. Especially sign. selling Traore, that Traore kit to, to Manchester United for. Wow. For, <laughs> that was wow, weird. Everyone look at that and then, what? Who? Yeah. <laughs> I know. When? I... Weird, but uh, that's a huge move, you know, if you consider that Atlanta didn't, didn't, haven't seen any of those big players in the pouch, it's such a nice transfer window for them. Why we think about Kulusevski? Kulusevski is Atlanta seldom without having him playing for them, because I think Kulusevski played just one or two games with Atlanta two years ago. And so, Romero is doing great with them. Honestly, I I, I know that the, he didn't a great hasn't made a great season with Genoa last year, but he's doing great so far. Oh, finger crossed, finger crossed that. So and uh, and the other criticism against Juventus transfer market is that we the player that we offload basically on loan, and so basically they're gonna be back next year. Yes, that is true. But I hope that at least. Uh, two of them but maybe they're gonna play consistently and maybe they're gonna have a value they're gonna have a nice season they can show that they can be like a, a consistent player for other team and so maybe next year we can actually sell them for some money so we'll see we'll see okay. but before before say bye to everybody we need to talk about what happened on sunday last week uh, and juventus napoli what do i would call the shame on Serie A because uh, it was such a pitiful experience, like a shameless. A sh- I don't know. I don't know how to say. I'll I, I, I describe that because it was such a cheap and uh, meaningless uh, behavior by De Laurentiis. Because I'm pretty sure that the Gattuso wanted to play the play the game. And I don't think Gattuso definitely agree with what De Laurentiis was trying to say because we found out basically that De Laurentiis already on Thursday night 
send a text to Agnelli, ask him to postpone the game. Agnelli said, no, no, no we don't. I, I'm sure they're not only to Allegri, to Agnelli, because if if the 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 league the the league confirmed the match, it it means that the club, the Napoli club, tried to at least postpone the game, for sure. Oh yep, should that for sure. So uh, Agnelli said, no, we we we're not going to postpone the game. We're going to play by the rule. Okay, so basically, if we, at the end of the day, everything came out that basically Napoli didn't follow the rule because when they had the first positive Zielinski okay they didn't go on a bubble okay they went on a bubble a couple of uh, the, the year the day the day after so they broke the law and for that they can be really heavy penalized by the Lega but we still don't know what's going to happen because uh, uh, they still need to decide and so I think that for sure in instance uh, the Liga is going to give the 3-0 win to Juventus like the way it was supposed to be. Of, uh, Napoli is going to appeal the decision for sure. I think with with sport authority, I guess with sport authority, maybe even with like uh, ordinary authorities. And uh, since Italian law is just so... You know what's uh, weird? Because uh, other teams, fans, and other, like, for, not only for Italian teams, but got in touch I think with probably most of us to know what exactly happened and why exactly that, how and that's that, what and that's so embarrassing it's so embarrassing it to is it, it is it's weird I have, weird I have friend yes they texted me at what time is the game you want to see Lozano play you know and because a lot of friends in Mexico they want to see uh, they want to see Lozano play and I had to tell now the game is going to happen what, what happened because of course not everybody's following the <laughs> what's going on in, in Italy and it was such an embarrassing situation with 181 countries connected to TV to watch a game there to, sh- there to see that uh, embarrassing yeah. and uh, still no official word from Napoli because nobody has the, the the balls to say anything, and they're just to cover themselves behind uh, what the local health authorities are saying. And but people need to understand that the local health authorities are basically are ruled by the region. When their the gov- yeah, just a second, the governor was elected last week, two weeks ago, by the people that live in Campania, and we have Aurelio De Laurentiis making a good, a big push for his re-election. So basically, look like a, a, a political ele- electoral favor that the governor of Campania is doing to to Aurelio De Laurentiis, and it's embarrassing. As an Italian, I feel embarrassed. Yeah, uh, I I mean. We lost. We all. We as Juventus, we as Napoli, we all. The fans expected the match. 181 countries, as you said, all over the globe broadcasting the main event. You know, the Sunday night showdown that simply didn't happen. We always knew that octodoxical men were under control and above the regular sensation of and all that will that every single fan had to be once again the best and the most famous league of the biggest sport that man ever created. And we, we lost together. I mean, the opportunity to simply follow yeah. what all of the club owners or elected chairmen decided months ago, we showed the world that we not only saw a traditional side 
like Napoli neglect the rule, but also the protocol for the for the bubble days before the match, before yeah. because what what it seems to be one of the one of the one man's decision, we all lost. I mean, we all the, we the culture. I mean, shame on us all. I mean, it's, it's such agree. a such an embarrassing situation. I agree. So, I agree with you. And it was such a. Uh, an embarrassing situation for Serie A and they, we remember Serie A is a league right now that is trying to go back to what it was in, during the 80s the 90s and the early 2000 2000 year when it was the best league in the world when right now we are probably at the fourth or the fifth because for sure Spain especially English league uh, has a bigger appeal than Serie A but I can even make an easy argument that even Bundesliga and have Liga and have more appeal than Serie A right now. And we are trying so bad to get that. And then we have people like De Laurentiis, but let me go De Laurentiis, like Preziosi from Genoa, Cairo from Torino, Lotito from Lazio. They don't have no interest on promoting Serie A. They just moved by personal interest. So the league, they need to come together and they need to get rid of these people because they have, they have no they have no interest in making the league better. Actually, I have respect for Zhang, Inter owner, because actually he's investing a lot of money in Inter right now. He's trying to make the league better. And we need Inter to get better, to be to get a better Serie A, like or not. Since, so. since Milan is trying, Roma's project seems to be nice. There is yeah. the Parma president as well, and the Sassuolo and Atalanta's project that are, are such a great uh, thing, and, and trying young players, Italian players, and the families that came from all over the globe to, to Italy to try a better life. So it is such a, 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 a good movement that makes one step backwards because of one man's decision. It's such a pity situation. Exactly. Well, okay. Hopefully in the next episode we have some we're going to talk about uh, some uh, real soccer, okay, or some football or how we like to call it, okay. Yeah. And uh, but let me thank us again Riyadh Bianconi to give us uh, the opportunity to be part of their family. We are so happy and excited to be part of the project and uh, just that you guys download the app please text us let us know if you want to be part of the product part of, of sound of, of, of one episode and uh, at the end of the day we are you fan and uh, we are a family and so fino alla fine for the favorite.